0: What is
1: Everybody, it's another Alga 2 cramp Beer cast on AM 970. The answer, and as usual, as I am recording this show, somebody has messed with my levels in the studio. I don't understand why pe- keep people keep playing with my levels in the studio. I can't stand that. If you're in the business, you will understand why. I need my headphones at a certain level because I am uh, quite deaf from listening to bands like Queensryche and the warning. Uh, And so I need it at a little bit of a louder pace so I can hear my voice. Anyway, we have a great show for you tonight. We're going to have news and notes to get to, but first, how can you follow me? It's easy. On Twitter, at Al Gattulo. Instagram, at Gattulo. It's spelled G A double T U double L O facebook.com slash AG craft beer via email at Albert G at NYC radio.com. Don't forget iTunes, Google podcasts. You do a search for AG craft beer Cast. You'll find the shows on those platforms. We're Alexa ready as well. We're on odyssey.com. iHeartRadio, And of course, the hopped up network, just head over to the hopped up And you can listen to the podcast version of this show. Usually right after the program ends, a couple minutes after I post the podcast version of this program. Uh cannot wait to see Jeff Tate and Queensryche coming up uh, tomorrow, actually, on Monday. Uh, Going to be a great show over at the Vogel in Ca- at the Count Basie Theater in Red Bank. Uh, I am very excited. He is not doing uh, Warning, but he is doing uh, Rage for Order and Empire in its entirety with his band Operation Mindcrime. Looking forward to that. It is going to be a lot of fun. Um, You know, I'm just I'm really excited to go see a concert, go see a concert indoors. Haven't seen a concert indoors yet uh, since the pandemic started. And then uh, have a couple of concerts coming up next month. Record Company and Judas Priest in the span of two days uh third week of october so that is going to be very exciting coming up in 10 minutes megan mahar she's the development manager for the left hand brewing foundation they along with the colorado brewers guild bringing back colorado strong we're going to get into that and the beer that they are going to make with that that's coming up 20 minutes from now let's get into some news and notes a brand new six thousand square foot building located along route 507 up in uh Pennsylvania uh, has been constructed and designed to house multiple golf simulators for a fun, interactive indoor golf and sports experience, along with a tap room where award-winning beers from Paw Pack Brewing Company will be offered on draft and in cans for takeout. This is very cool. So this is going to be uh, a building that is going to be um, on the lake, uh, I guess in Lake Paw Pack. Uh, you got uh, catering packages from the original location. Kitchen will be offered for groups and special events. So this is something that Wall and Poor Pack Brewing is doing. Uh, Becky Ryman um, and her brewery. In fact, i 're going to get Becky back on the program again. I told her, I promised her that I'd go up there last year uh, to go up there, go west there, whatever whatever the case may be, to go and check out Wall and Pack Brewing, and I have not had a chance to do it, and I am planning on doing it uh for the fall i've got to get over there and love to get becky back on the show again it would be a lot of fun so they got six entertainment bays uh with its own state-of-the-art golf simulator featuring some of the world's most exclusive championship golf courses i'm not a golf guy never found the sport uh enticing but you can play you can play on courses like pebble golf links whistling Straits, beth page black all these different things there's also other things for the whole family. There is a uh, ski ball, darts, cornhole, a driving range option for target practice. Uh, they're they're going to have um, uh, additional sports activities, including soccer, dodgeball, baseball, hockey, and more. It's a, a, a Again, they're all simulators, so that's kind of cool. And then um, each bay features high-definition television screens to watch your favorite sports matches and shows while playing. And as Becky Ryman said, we created the Wake Zone to be a fun and interactive entertainment center where customers can experience even more of what the lake region has to offer. This new venue will be an added bonus for fun and entertainment with friends and family. The convenient location is perfect to stop for a beer and snacks to go prior to heading out on the lake for the day or after a day exploring what the lake has to offer. So that's cool. So it'll be right at Lake Wall and Pack. So that is very cool. Kudos to the folks from Wall and Paw Pack Brewing. Dogfish Head is ushering in the fall with its first-ever Harvest Festival. It's slated for Thursday, September 16th from 1 to 7 p.m. at the brewery's Tasting Room and Kitchen in Milton, Delaware. It's, it'll start in the parking lot as folks will be greeted by a pop-up record shop deemed Paved Paradise, hosted by the Secretly Group, a global music label consortium comprised of Dead Oceans, Ghostly International, a Jaguar, Numeral Group, and Secretly Canadian uh, they'll, it'll be, they'll have bins packed full of LPs, hundreds of 45 cassettes and CDs. Uh, limited merchandise, DJs will be spinning all afternoon at 6 p.m. The Needle will drop on a live Q&A session, session with Dogfish Head founder and brewer Sam Calagione, Numero Group founder Ken Shipley, and Pave Paradise organizer Amanda, Amanda uh while fielding questions from those in attendance. The trio are going to chat about beer, music, and everything in between. Uh, and then throughout the day, the Tasting Room will also be pouring... Dogfish Head's fall favorite, pumpkin ale. Brown ale brewed with real pumpkin, brown sugar, and spices and serving a special beer cocktail made with a mix of lemon juice, a house-made orange maple pumpkin syrup, and Dogfish Head Distilling Company straight whiskey topped with pumpkin ale and garnished with a dehydrated apple slice. So that is really, really cool. And if you are a Milton resident, from 5 to 6 p.m., they're going to be handing out free apple fritters for Milton Appreciation Night. You're going to have all kinds of stuff. Uh, going on uh, over at the t- Tasting Room in Milton, Delaware. To learn more, just go over to dogfish.com. And, of course, Pumpkin Ale, uh, Pumpkin Ale as I talked about, has been released. Uh, this is also available. It's a 7% ABV, but at Pumpkin Ale is available nationwide now in six packs of 12-ounce bottles with limited-edition glow-in-the-dark packaging. You get it while you can. Uh, the Colorado Brewers Guild and the Left Hand Brewing Foundation announced the return of Colorado Strong. Uh, The Colorado Brewers Guild and Left Hand Brewing Foundation are announcing the return of Colorado Strong. It's a joint initiative that was created last year to raise funds to support the Colorado craft brewing industry in the wake of COVID-19. We also have this one in Jersey called Brewery Strong. Uh, Rob Callahan does a fantastic job uh, with that. The center of the initiative is a is a benefit beer made entirely with Colorado ingredients and brewed by participating Colorado breweries across the state. So it is an IPA for this year's Colorado Strong recipe that was created by Dave Bergen of Joyride Brewing in Edgewater and Jason Ford of Broken Compass Brewing in Breckenridge. Uh, it is uh, it can be brewed as either a West Coast or a hazy IPA depending on the brewer's preference. The malt consists of Genie Pale and Vienna from Root Shoot. Malting for light, bready, graham cracker, and honey flavors. The hops consists of Colorado-grown Cascade Chinook and Cashmere from Colorado Hop Company for orange, pine, grapefruit, lemon line, and melon flavors. So that's cool. So 20% of the proceeds from the Benefit Beer will be given to the Colorado Chapter of the National Alliance on Mental Illness and the Colorado Brewers Guild to support membership fees and other programming beneficial to the industry. In addition, the Colorado Strong Fund will pay for all ingredients, to participating breweries free of charge while paying each of the suppliers for their products. That is cool. Moving forward each year, a Colorado Strong Beer Recipe and nonprofit will rotate, but the premise, of course, remains the same, to brew a recipe using Colorado-based ingredients, and and the recipe can be adapted so that breweries can create a beer that matches their brand and style. Uh, Colorado craft breweries that are interested in participating, visit lhbfoundation.org slash co-strong sign up. You can find... Uh, a list of participating brewery locations starting in November. That list will be announced later in the fall. So very cool from the the Colorado Brewers Guild and the Left Hand Brewing Foundation. They're having this collaboration beer and of course it'll be released uh, later this year. Very exciting news there. We got a lot to get into uh, in this program. Coming up in our next break, uh, as I tease forward here, obviously we're going to have suds and duds as our final segment of the program. Uh, But coming up, uh, in just a few minutes, we're gonna have some information for you that I think you know, for this program at least, um, that I think you'll enjoy. Uh, a new um, a new advertiser is coming onto the program a uh, program, uh, local beer uh, from New Jersey. very excited about that. And there's no bull in that. There's your hint. Um, we've got info on the new location that I told you about, source uh, brewing. Which, by the way, portions of the show are sponsored by uh, Source Brewing. Get your beer directly from the source, Route Thirty Four in beautiful Colts Neck, New Jersey, uh, I, right next to the delicious orchards. In fact, I was at Source um, the uh, Friday before Labor Day. Uh, just a beautiful day. My wife works till five. She's working. She works from home. I pulled up to go pick up my beer, and I said, "You know what? It's too nice of a day not to sit outside in this beautiful on this beautiful farm." Uh, and enjoy a delicious beer. And that's exactly what I did. In fact, I enjoyed two of them while I was sitting outside, and it was really great. And I'll tell you about that in our Suds and Duds segment. But, um, again, you know, portions of the program brought to you by Source. And in our next break, I'm going to tell you about Source Brewing's Fishtown location, which is going to have its grand opening. And it is coming up very soon. I'll talk to you about that. And also, uh, after the break, I'm going to talk to you about a great event that is taking place uh, in Pennsylvania in uh, in Allentown and specifically in Hellertown uh, that's coming up in October that I'll be attending in the middle of October where 100% of the proceeds of this little beer festival that they're doing with a lot of New Jersey brewers and Pennsylvania ones as well and some ones from New York as well, 100% of the proceeds are going towards pediatric cancer, 100% of the proceeds, which I think is awesome and I am happy to help. Uh, finally, one other thing, our good friends from Melavino Meadery uh, had a, um, a bit of a disaster on their hands. I'm going to talk about that coming up in the next break. Some, some local breweries uh, had some issues because of Tropical Storm Ida, and we'll talk. We'll touch on those, but one specifically with Melavino Meadery, which is a place that is, you know, I've only been to once, and I've, I've talked with Sergio a couple of times uh, that owns it, but it's some place that is really, really good and would be a shame um, if uh, people, I shouldn't say it would be a shame. I'm hoping that people can help out and help this meadery, Uh, continue to prosper in New Jersey. We'll talk about that coming up after this on the Low Craft Beer Cast on AM 970, The Answer. Welcome back to the Alcatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970. The answer, a little Jeff Tate in Reich from the Rage for Order album. Going to get close to you tomorrow night. He is going to be performing that album and Empire in its entirety down at the Vogel, which is attached to the Count Basie uh, in Red Bank, New Jersey. I cannot wait to go and see this show. Uh, It's going to be a lot of fun. In fact, I I was looking through some ticket stubs. Of, uh, you know, you save ticket stubs, you know, now they're on your phone, which kind of stinks. You can't really, you know, there's no, you know, ticket, physical ticket that you can actually look at. Right. But um, I was looking through how many times I have seen Um And I think it's like four or five times that I've seen Queensryche, which is, you know, more than I thought. In fact, like Van Halen, I saw Van Halen during the Sammy Hagar era, you know, a couple of times. I didn't realize how many times uh, Rush, like all the Rush concert tickets that I found that i remember you know two concerts you know pretty well and the other ones i'm kind of like russian mr big really i was at this show and now that i'm thinking about it yeah okay now i remember it's starting to fill in the blanks i hate getting old you forget things that you really don't want to forget but anyway um welcome back to the yagotulo craft beer cast on am 970 the answer now coming up in 10 minutes Megan Mahar, she's the development manager for the Left Hand Brewing Foundation, is going to join me. Uh, we're going to chat about the return of Colorado Strong and the beer that they will be making uh, with all Colorado grown ingredients. That's going to happen in ten minutes from now. Uh, so you and and believe me, it was a good, it was a great interview, uh, a real good insight into some Colorado breweries and um, what they're going to be doing moving forward. So that's cool. So I teased a couple of things in the last break and want to present them to you. So. Uh, portions of the program, of course, are brought to you by Source Brewing uh, in Route 34, uh, on Route 34 in beautiful Colts Neck, New Jersey, right next to Delicious Orchards. And the grand opening of Source Brewing's Fishtown, Pennsylvania location is taking place this coming Friday, September 17th, from noon to midnight. There's going to be some great beers, of course, some from Source, some from other uh, places in Pennsylvania. Specially curated food will will be available for purchase. They, they actually have a kitchen there, so they're going to have food that's going to be curated towards the beers. So they'll pair up with the beers, which is really cool. Uh, I'm going to be down there later in the day to take part in the grand opening. Uh, I don't know when I'm getting down there. It's going to be sometime in the evening. Uh, I'll probably come down with my wife. I may opt to go on Saturday um, just because I've got a couple of things going on Friday Um, that, uh, you know, I have plans already. In fact, part of my plan on Friday is to be at uh, Torch and Crown Brewing with a couple of friends um, to uh, catch up. And so to do that, come home, and then try and run down to Philly uh, might be a little tough, but I am going to do my best to get down there for the grand opening on Friday night. If not, I will certainly be there uh, over the weekend next weekend. Uh, but kudos to Source and opening their Fishtown location. I am very excited for them. I think this is going to be great. Where their location is is in walking distance to Yards and a couple of other different breweries down there. Uh, so it's uh, it's going to be really, really cool. It's going to be kind of a real good beer spot uh, for people um, if they want to check it out. And a lot of, again, like I said, the breweries are in walking distance, which is, uh, which is pretty cool. Now, our friends from Bolero Snort... Um, I mentioned to you in the last break we've got some things going on with Bolero. And first off, I want to say, um, you know, congrats to Bolero Snort for coming on to the program as an advertiser. Thanks, boys. Uh, Scott, Bob, appreciate that. Um, love you guys. I mean, these guys at Bolero Snort do some great stuff. They're located literally minutes uh, from Gi- from Giant Stadium. I always call it Giant Stadium. From MetLife Stadium. And their Oktoberfest is taking place on uh, noon of September 25th. Uh, they're going to have an afternoon of German-inspired music and, most importantly, a large amount of beer. Uh, make sure to get there early. They're going to have a limited edition beer steins for sale during the event. You don't want to miss that. That's going to be taking place on uh, September 25th starting at noon. But another cool thing, Bolero, uh, as, a, as an advertiser now, we are going to be doing a special broadcast um, the weekend of the Army-Navy game. Okay, uh, We will be doing it from Bolero. Uh, I will be there. Uh, the boys from Bolero will be there as well. Uh, and we are going to have some uh, some some things to give away, including a pair of tickets to go see the Army-Navy game at MetLife Stadium. That's going to be pretty cool. Okay? So you come to the show. You come to Bolero. You watch the show. Uh, we don't know when we're going to do it yet. It may be Friday night. It may be Saturday afternoon before the game is kind of a tailgate. But you you have the opportunity, one lucky person, if you're there, will get the opportunity to win a pair of tickets to go see the Army-Navy game at MetLife Stadium. First year that it's at MetLife Stadium, that is super cool. Uh, really, really cool. So I am uh, very excited the boys from Bolero are on board. Thanks, boys. We're going to be doing lots of stuff with them uh, as we move along. And here's the other cool thing about Bolero before I get into the rest of the news real quick. Um, if you order your beer... From them, on Fridays before a certain time, I think it's like noon or you know one o'clock in the afternoon on Friday, something like that. Maybe it might be a little bit later. If you order your beers on Friday, you can roll up on Sunday before a tailgate, before a jet game or a giant game. Roll right up; they'll have the order ready. They'll put it in your car, and boom, you're on your way. You'll literally be there in, in you know in and out of Bolero in less than in less than two minutes. They'll have your, your stuff in the car, and you're on your way. And that's an awesome thing. We'll get more into that as the weeks go on. Our friends from Duclaw Brewing, they're doing uh, Lemonade Stand By Me. This is uh, one of their sours. It is a refreshing hopped sour. embraces a mix of fresh raspberries and mouth-puckering Meyer lemon puree. Uh, It is a 7.1% ABV. It's available in 12-ounce cans and on draft at selected locations. A very cool event that's going to be taking place on Saturday, October 16th, of which I'm going to because I purchased tickets for this event. This is the Hops for Hope at Lost Tavern Brewing at their Hellertown location, 782 Main Street in Hellertown, Pennsylvania. This is on Saturday, October 16th. The tickets are 55 bucks. and includes admission into the beer fest, a tasting glass, and a T-shirt. There's two sessions. One is from 1230 to 230 and then from 330 to 530. Uh, there's a lot of different brewers that are going to be there, including Source, Bolero, Twin Elephant, Icarus, District 96, Free Will, Heavy Reel, Weyerbacher, Imprint, a lot more that are going to be there as well. And of course, Lost Tavern will be there serving beer as well. The best part of this event, 100% of the proceeds are going towards fighting pediatric cancer. That's why I'm going to be there. And that is very cool. So if you can join me Saturday, October 16th, Lost Tavern Brewing, I'll be going to the second session from 3.30 to 5.30. It's a great event. And again, 100% of the proceeds uh, go towards fighting pediatric cancer. Uh, our friends from Lukey Brewing is doing a two-week-long Oktoberfest celebration from September 18th through Octo- October 2nd. They're going to have a bunch of different Oktoberfest uh, beers. They're going to have um, uh, you got a chance to win a free growler and fill. Uh, enjoy Bavarian pretzels with authentic German mustard from uh, from a, a, a Colorado, an Arvada, Colorado-based bakery. Uh, they will have um, a stein painting on Saturday, September 18th, from four to six. 40 bucks, you get to paint a 32 ounce ceramic beer stein while drinking a free beer. That's pretty cool. They got a beer and cupcake pairing on Saturday, September 25th at 4 p.m. Uh, the return of Grammy's Pumpkin Pie on Friday, October 1st. That's uh, Lukey Beer's uh, Grammy's Pumpkin Pie. And then they've got polka music on Saturday, October 2nd from 7 to 9 p.m. So all the stuff you can go over to uh, follow Lukey Brewing, L U K I Brewing, uh, for more information on that for their uh, two week Oktoberfest celebration. Blocktoberfest is back. This is the New York City Brewers Guild. This is going to be taking place Saturday, October 2nd. Uh, You can get tickets at eventbrite.com slash Blocktoberfest 2021. There's a general admission from 1 p.m. to 4.30. VIP access uh, starts at noon. 60 different styles of locally brewed beer, plus some hard seltzers and other non-beer options all available in one location, all for tasting. They used to do a pay-as-you-go model, but this time around They're going to be doing a more traditional tasting sampler setup. Again, like I said, a VIP hour, noon to one. Your VIP ticket grants you early entry uh, as well as access to special pours from some of the member breweries. They're going to be at the Brooklyn Navy Yard uh, right behind Building 77, right by the New York City Ferry Launch. So if you've been to Transmitter or taken the ferry, Transmitter Brewing, or taken the ferry to the Navy Yard, you know exactly where to go. A lot of different breweries are going to be there. Alewife, 18th Ward. Uh, Big Alice, Bridge and Tunnel, Bronx Brewing, Brooklyn Brewery, Coney Island, Five Boroughs, Finback, Torch and Crown, Randolph, Inner Borough, Killsborough, Single Cut, Six Point, um, who else? Wild East is going to be there. That's cool. Uh, Ebbs is going to be there as well. Endless Life, Evil Twin, a lot of great breweries that are going to be there. Flagship will be there as well. Grimm, uh, Gun Hill. Uh, this is something I'm definitely looking forward to. I'm going to try and get tickets for that, and hopefully we'll talk to the um, uh, the executive director of the New York City Brewers Guild, Ann Riley, on next week's program. And then two other things real quick before we break. Ross Brewing, our good friends over there, they're dropping their Jacktoberfest this week. It's a 6.1% pumpkin Marsin lager. Uh, that's available in a bunch of different stores in New York as well as in New Jersey, uh, mostly centered around Mammoth County. So kudos from our friends from Ross Brewing on Jacktoberfest. And then finally, you've heard me talk about Melavino Meadery uh, in Union, New Jersey And um, Sergio Mattela, the owner there, is just, he is the man. This guy is a wizard when it comes to making uh, all different types of mead out of honey. He makes beer out of honey that tastes just like beer, but it's made with honey. Um, He got hit pretty hard uh, by Hurricane Ida. Um, And um, his building right now is inoperative. They're clearing some stuff out, but it's going to take some time. And they're trying to raise money. There's a GoFundMe page. We're going to post a link to it. If you can do any, if you can do anything, any donation, uh, I'm going to donate money myself. Um, if you can donate any money to helping Melavino Metery get back on its feet, and I know a lot of people were hit hard, but I know Sergio personally, and this is a big deal for him, and it's a big deal for a lot of people. So if you can help out, uh, that would be very much appreciated. Any no amount is too small. I'll post a link um, on our Twitter feed as well as I've already posted it on our Alcatulo Craft Beer Cast. Facebook page. When we come back after a short break, Megan Mahar, the development manager for Left Hand Brewing Foundation, will join me. This is the Algatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970 The Answer. Welcome back to the Alcatulo Craft Beer cast on AM 970, The Answer. First off, I can't wait. Queensryche, Empire, Jeff Tate tomorrow at the Vogel in Red Bank, New Jersey. I am beyond pumped to see Jeff Tate. It has been a very long time uh, since I've seen this guy uh, perform. He's doing Empire and Rage for Order in their entirety, and I am excited. Now... But I'm also excited for my next guest here, who is the development manager for the Left Hand Brewing Foundation. And they, along with the Colorado Brewers Guild, are bringing back Colorado Strong to help so many of the breweries in the state of Colorado that have suffered during the pandemic. And let's face it, a lot of places have suffered during the pandemic, not just breweries, small businesses all over the country. And then you add in hurricanes and floods and all kinds of other stuff. My God, it feels like the end of the world. For more info on how a Colorado brewery can get involved in this just go to lhbfoundation.org slash co strong up. I know that's long. We'll post a link to it uh, during the interview on Twitter. Uh, let me welcome onto the craft beer cast for the first time, Megan Mahar. Megan, how are you?
2: Hi, Al. I'm so good. Thank you so much for having me on today.
1: You're welcome. Uh, We've seen so many changes due to COVID for small businesses, and not just breweries, as I mentioned, but a lot of small businesses over the past 18 months. Is that why the Guild decided to bring Colorado Strong back?
2: Absolutely. So once 2021 kicked off, you know we were all hopeful that things were going to evolve and change this year, but as we all know, um, a lot of things are still really up in the air. So We had one of our first committee meetings in April, and we really thought, you know what? This is an initiative that does not need to end. Colorado showed that we are a strong brewery state, regardless of what's going on, and we are ready to come out and support each other whenever we need. So, you know, while some things may be looking up for some during COVID, some aren't. And so we really want to continue this initiative, regardless of the status of the world.
1: Well, that's awesome because I know that a lot of places around the country are doing this, but it's great that you guys are bringing it back and bringing it back in a really cool way. Let's talk about the beer that's being made. It's an IPA that was created by two different Colorado breweries, but the recipe can go a couple of different ways. Is that correct?
2: That is correct. So basically, um, when Colorado Strong started in 2020, we formed an advisory committee with members of local suppliers and breweries from all over the state. And one of the ways that we want to continue this initiative is letting members of our committee take turns creating the recipe. So Dave Bergen of Joyride Brewing Company in Edgewater and Jason Ford of Broken Compass Brewing in Breckenridge got together. And as you know, IPAs are always hot in the brewing industry, especially right now. But because of that, they were like, you know what? Let's kind of create this recipe so people can tailor it to whichever way they're they're looking to lean. So I think it could be super cool. Our first one was a pale ale, which you know is always super crushable as well. But I'm really really excited to see how the different breweries put their spin on these IPAs.
1: We're talking with Megan Mahar, the development manager for the Left Hand Brewing Foundation. They, along with Colorado, the Colorado Brewers Guild, bringing back Colorado Strong. Helping so many of the breweries in the state of Colorado that have suffered during the pandemic. For more info on how a Colorado brewery can get involved, just go to lhbfoundation slash co dash strong dash sign up here on the Algatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM nine seventy The Answer. So um, they can do an either uh, they can either do a hazy or a traditional West Coast IPA uh, with this recipe, uh, but uh, a portion of the proceeds is uh, also going to be helping not just Colorado Strong in the breweries, but another charity as well. Can you give the audience some more info on that?
2: Absolutely. So 20% of the proceeds from this benefit beer will actually be given to the Colorado chapter of the National Alliance on Mental Illness, NAMI for short. So basically, like we've talked about and like the world knows, mental illness is something that the world has really seen come to light these past few years and something that always needs to be focused on, especially during COVID. So, like you were saying, with these small businesses, not knowing what each day is going to look like, mental illness is just really something that the world has been struggling with. So, with that being said, we really wanted to highlight that this year. Um, Obviously, mental illness issues affect every industry in the world, but the brewing industry has seen a particularly... Uh, strong effect on our industry. So we really are hoping to support this initiative and get the word out there just so people are talking about it. This is something that we don't want people to be silent about. We want them to know that if they're having issues, they're not alone, and we're here to support them for that. And we feel like giving a pr- part of our proceeds to NAMI is a great way to do that.
1: Yeah, and that's and that's a great thing to spotlight the awareness on, on mental illness because it, you're right, it is something that we don't really talk about it, uh, a lot. Um, We kind of, um, you know, compartmentalize it and push it to the side and don't really – and there's a stigma that's attached to it that really shouldn't be. Um, It is important to get the help that you need when you need it, whether it's talking with – look, it can be just as easy as talking to the the beer tender that's pouring your beer uh, to kind of vent a little bit. But, you know, in a way – um, to further this initiative to get people the help that they need, that is an that's an amazing thing, and kudos to you guys for doing that. And is this now going to be? It's going to be a yearly thing. With, um, correct with any of the breweries in Colorado that want to participate. As long as they want to participate, you guys are going to do this as a yearly thing, right?
2: Yes, absolutely. Like I mentioned before, you know, we were overwhelmed with the amount of breweries who were wanting to participate in 2020. And we're on track right now to crush that over 115 breweries participating this year. And so, like I said, you know, we we really see this continuing forever. Um, We want the premise to remain the same, but we will kind of switch up the recipe and the the, uh, nonprofit that benefits each year to keep spreading the goodness around the state of Colorado.
1: We're talking with Megan Mahar. She's the development manager for the Left Hand Brewing Foundation there. And they, along with the Colorado Brewers Guild, are bringing back Colorado Strong to help so many of the breweries in the state of Colorado that have suffered during the pandemic, as we're here on the Alcatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970, The Answer. And for more info on how a Colorado brewery can get involved, just go to lhbfoundation.org slash co strong sign up. Are there any other ways, Megan, for people to get involved to be able to, say, donate directly uh, to, the, uh, to the Colorado Strong?
2: Yeah, absolutely. So obviously we're looking for breweries who are wanting to participate and brew their own beer. But also on our website, there is a link for anyone and everyone to specifically donate to this fund as well. Um, and that long website that you've been mentioning throughout would be the great place to go to check out more info for that
1: that's very cool now how have things been with left hand brewing uh in terms of dealing with the pandemic how have the, how has the brewery weathered uh themselves during the pandemic i know there was a lot of shutdowns and then we have you know breweries that are opening up again but now we're starting to see those shutdowns and things again how has left hand brewing uh, been able to weather the storm so to speak
2: so obviously, I'm very biased, but I feel like the team at Left Hand Brewing Company is just absolutely fantastic. We have such a great group of people that work there, from the beer tenders to those who are brewing the beer to those who are packaging the beer. Everyone's attitude, in my opinion, has been incredible. So, like you said, you know, we're starting to see more mask mandates come back, some more capacity restrictions, and our team here at Left Hand Brewing Company has handled these changes. Absolutely perfectly, in my opinion. Um, The the word of 2020 and 2021 is pivot, and we joke about that a lot around the brewery, and these people know how to pivot. And also, I would be remiss if I did not mention our amazing fan base. So when I I actually just started in my role in April, and around that time is when we were able to start really welcoming people back into the brewery. And one of my favorite stories is the day that we were able to reintroduce seating at the bar Um, some of our patrons came almost jogging into the door to be able to sit at the bar again to talk to their favorite beer tenders. We have some amazing supporters who really kept us going with to-go beer and off-sales throughout this time, and right. we could not have done it without them.
1: Well, that is very cool. Now, when the beer is released, obviously there'll be a little bit later on when the beer is ready to be released, uh, you guys will have a list of places as to where you can uh, purchase the beer. But will the beer be available only on tap uh, and at breweries around Colorado, or will consumers be able to purchase cans of the beer?
2: So it'll actually be a combination of both. We're leaving it up to the breweries to decide how they want to either package or serve the beer. But if it's anything like last time, it was a really great combination of crowlers and growlers to go as well as on tap. I anticipate a few more breweries putting it on tap this year as things are technically still open for patrons right now. Um, But it should be a good mix of both, absolutely. And like you mentioned Uh, We plan to put out out another press release mid-October announcing the breweries that have signed up, and then we're hoping to get this beer ready to serve about the middle of November.
1: Awesome. So middle of November. And restaurants obviously can order this beer as well from their uh, particular brewers if they're doing business with them, right?
2: Yes, absolutely. Again, we kind of leave it up to the breweries um, because they know what they can serve. And and like you mentioned, the businesses that they work with, so they brew whatever batch size they feel is most appropriate for them. But absolutely, any businesses that are working with breweries can definitely work out a deal to get this uh, on tap in their establishments as well.
1: Gotcha. My guest has been Megan Mahar. She's the development manager for the Left Hand Brewing Foundation. And they, along with Colorado Brewers Guild, bringing back Colorado Strong to help so many of the breweries in the state of Colorado that have suffered during the pandemic. For more info on how a Colorado brewery can get involved, and you still can, just go to slash CO strong sign up. We will have a link to it on our Twitter feed, and we'll put it on our Craft Beer Cast page uh, on Facebook as well. Megan, thanks so much for joining me tonight. Very much appreciate it.
2: Thanks, Al. Cheers to you.
1: Cheers to you. Up next, it's time for suds and duds on the Algatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970 The Answer. Final segment of the Alcatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970. The answer, of course, as always, it is Suds and Duds and a little Queensryche from the warning before the storm. This album was released back on September 7th of 1984. And the first time I heard it, I remember hearing the Queensryche EP, um, you know, Queen of the Reich and all that other stuff. And I remember being blown away. And I I, I, I don't know why I didn't go and see them at Lemoore's when they played at Lemoore's. I should have. The first time I saw Queensryche was after um, Empire had come out and Silent Lucidity was released. Uh, the first place that I'd worked at, the um, first radio station that I worked at, uh, WNEW-FM, the place where rock lived for many, many years, um, had tickets to the show. And nobody wanted to go to the concert at the radio station because we had given tickets away to listeners and stuff. So I got the opportunity to go and see Reich. They were opening for Metallica, the Injustice for All tour. And got to take listeners backstage to meet the band. And I still remember the day because I brought my Operation Mindcrime CD. Got the entire band to sign it except for Jeff Tate. Apparently he w- didn't want to meet with people or whatever. Or some I don't know what it was. But anyway, I still have the sticker to be able to get backstage and all, all this other stuff. It's just one of those moments that will always be etched in my memory. But anyway, uh, tomorrow night I'll be seeing um, Jeff Tate and his Operation Mindcrime Band. He's doing Rage for Order and Empire in their entirety, which is really, really cool when you think about it. Uh, Let us dive into Suds and Duds. Uh, As I mentioned at the beginning of the show, I was down at Source Brewing. Of course, portions of the program uh, brought to you by Source Brewing. And uh, you can get your beer directly from the source, Route 34, in beautiful Colts Neck, New Jersey. And opening now in Fishtown, coming up this coming Friday. So that would be, let's see, the... um, Uh, I have to do the date in my head, so let's see. Uh, It would be the 17th of September. That's this Friday. They're opening in Fishtown. They'll be open from noon until midnight. Uh, Can't wait. I will be there at some point uh, on Friday. Um, I don't know what time I'm going to be down there. It's probably going to be closer to the evening uh, hours, um, but I am definitely going to make a point uh, of being there for the grand opening. It's going to be a lot of fun. Maybe I I may have to go on Saturday. I know they'll be open on Saturday, so I may end up going on Saturday just because uh, the times may not work out. Uh, But we shall see. But I'm really excited for Source Brewing in Fishtown to open. But speaking of which, I was at Source Brewing off of Route 34 the Friday before last and had a, a beautiful pour of the Colts Nectar Um, which is just a delicious beer. The honey simply shines in this beer. It gives it a slight sweetness. It is so good. I love uh, this beer, and it's particularly great when you're sitting outside on a beautiful day uh, to enjoy uh, a great beer. And then I had a small pour of the Fat Elvis, and if you like big, boozy stouts, this one is for you. Peanut butter, chocolate, banana. It is decadent. It is definitely a dessert beer. I have a bottle of this. In fact, I'm saving it from my cousin Pam, because she loves dark beers, and we keep talking about getting together. And one of these weekends, we're going to have to go down there and get together and crack open a couple of, uh, of bottles of stuff and just sit and drink and catch up. And, uh, you know, looking forward to that. It's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, then from Icarus, the Imperial Raspberries and Sinking. This was on tap at Paragon Tap and Table. Oh, boy. Let me tell you something. So good. Tart, raspberry, strong for a, uh, for a, for a, for a sour uh, really, really good, though. I mean, if you like um, tart, sour beers and you like them a little bit stronger, that's definitely the one for you. And then um, Short Throw Brewing, Keith, the new bar uh, uh, bar manager uh, at Paragon Tap and Table, great guy, and uh, we've had a couple of different conversations, and he really loves the stouts that Short Throw does, and I, 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 I agree with him. Uh, some of them that I've had already uh, have been very good, but they make a very nice pilsner. It's crisp, a nice. Uh, this is called Shallow Pockets. Well done on that beer. Uh, Really, really delicious. Um, My friend Kim from Wet Ticket had given me a couple of beers from Tin Barn and District 96. Finally got a chance to crack uh, crack open one of the beers that she gave me from District 96. It's a Kolsch. It's Americanish is the beer, and it's a very, very nice Kolsch. Uh, It is crisp. It is clean. uh, It is a really good beer. I still have an IPA left from them uh, sitting in the fridge and looking forward uh, to cracking that open. On uh, last Saturday, I went over to uh, uh, Bolero Snort um, because they were doing a beer with uh, Thick Boys, uh, Thick Boys Glass. If you uh, are not a follower of Thick Boys Glass, it's uh, Thick and then it's B-O-I-S Boys on Instagram if you want to follow them. And they make these incredibly decadent, hand-blown glasses. Um, They are very pricey. They are not cheap. But they are great for your beer. I love the way I have one. My wife bought me one for my birthday. And I love the way they hold uh, your beer. Uh, it is a, uh, they're, they're just really, really uh, well done. So anyway, they did a collab with Bolero. I went over there. And speaking of which, want I um, want to welcome Bolero, uh, Bolero Snort, into uh, the Al Gatulo Craft Beer Cast family. I've known the guys from Bolero for a long time. Very happy that they are an advertiser on the program. We're going to be doing some great things with them. We're doing a collab between them and Source that will be coming up in December. But here is something really cool that we are doing in December. The Army-Navy game is going to be at MetLife Stadium. We will be broadcasting from Bolero Snort. It's more than likely going to be a live show, uh, and then it will be rebroadcast uh, the following day on Sunday. Um, But uh, we we will be there at the brewery. We will be doing a live show inside the tasting room. And we have uh, some, you know, some real, real cool things that are going to happen. Uh, but and I can't really say it now. But if you're there at the at the taping and the live well, live show, um, you have a chance to win some things. We're going to have some prizes there for you. I'll get into more detail about that uh, as the weeks go on. So uh, stay tuned for that. It's going to be a lot of fun. That's coming up in mid December uh, over at uh, Bolero Snort over in Karlstad. So it's going to be a lot of fun and. Uh, Scott and Bob and the boys, thanks for jumping on board of the Al Craft Beer Cast. Very much appreciate it. Let's dive into their beer. Simply Irresistible, Volume 2, Straight Fire. The berry flavors are tart, not overpowering each other. A delicious beer. Then I I kept the the sour kind of theme going by going with Jammable, the parrot edition. This is a a collab between Bolero and uh, Brick City, which is right down the road. Another winner, the guava and pineapple is solid. The milk, sugar, and vanilla kind of smooth it out. Um, Although, if I had to choose between the two, I definitely like the Simply Irresistible Volume 2 uh, better than the Jammable. Just personal preference. And then I had their Oktoberfest, which we mentioned earlier in the show. They're going to be doing their Oktoberfest uh, celebration coming up at the end of the month. Uh, A solid Marzen, a really, really nice beer. Delicious. Took home a can of the Meadowlands Lager. They do stovepipes of the Meadowlands Lager. $350 a can. How can you go wrong? Um, It is a solid lager. It is definitely something that if you're tailgating in the parking lot, this is the beer that you want to have before you head into the game if you don't want to get too uh, overwhelmed. Um, My uh, my neighbor, Greg, had brought me back some beers from Treehouse. Uh, Came over with a nice little mixed four-pack for me. One of them that I cracked open. Beginner's Mind, creamy, juicy, tropical, outstanding. I love everything that Treehouse does. I really do. I know I've said this before. It's the Treehouse Trillium Debate. Folks, I like Treehouse. I love Trillium, too. Don't get me wrong. I think Trillium makes some great beers. I've had more from Treehouse that I really, really enjoy, and that's another one of those trips that I have to make uh, at some point to, head, to hit Treehouse and then, of course, to hit Trillium as well. I know they're not you know, anywhere near one another, but it's one of those things I'm going to have to do at some point. Blueberry Cobbler by Source. This is uh, a milkshake IPA that they released uh, a week ago. Straight up liquid blueberry pie. Love the graham cracker and cinnamon in this. It was delicious. This was a fantastic beer. That beautiful blueberry hue in the beer is just awesome. It really is. It's just, it's absolutely solid. uh, And just, I love this beer. I'm sorry, but I really love this beer a lot. And I'm glad I got a four-pack of it. Maybe I should have gotten a few more, but you know what? Four-pack is good. I may share a can uh, with somebody, but we'll see. I may have to keep that. Now, the good friends from Dogfish Head uh, sent me, um, they they actually, they have this uh, 12-pack variety pack of IPAs uh, that are in there. So it's got 60, it's got the 90-minute, 60-minute and 90-minute. It's also got the low IPA, the Slightly Mighty, um, but it's also got three cans of Blue Hen Pilsner, which they have never released in cans, and you can only get them via the 12-pack. So they sent me the 12-pack, and kudos uh, to Dogfish Head for sending the beer uh, this is a really nice, easy drinking pilsner, and you know what else I love about it? It's in a twelve ounce can. I listen. Don't get me wrong. I understand why people are doing the sixteen ounce cans, but sometimes you just like a nice twelve ounce can of beer uh, to enjoy. This is a great, easy drinking pilsner. It is definitely something you want to pick up. Um, you, you grab the pack, and here's the best part about the packaging: there's a scratch and sniff hop on the packaging, so you can scratch and sniff it, at, so you can smell the hop. That's pretty cool. Great Pilsner, Blue Hen Pilsner by Dogfish Head. Uh, Love it. Thanks to the folks at Dogfish Head uh, for sending over the 12-pack. That is very much appreciated. My thanks to everybody involved in the show, as well as my guest, Megan Mahar, the development manager for the Left Hand Brewing Foundation, and bringing back Colorado the uh, Colorado Strong and the Colorado Brewers Guild, getting involved in making uh, that great IPA. Once we have more details on that, we will get that to you. And, of course, last but not least, the great Buddy Watson. I am back Wednesday on the Joe Piscopo Show. I'm off for the next two days. This has been the Al Gattulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970. The Answer. Cheers, everybody